I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Misty. Good morning, Misty. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Nick. (laughs) Good morning, Isaac. Oh, hi. Hello. Uh, what do you guys want? What do you want to do this morning? Um, Nick, what do you want to do? Let's ruin the internet. Oh, best yes. answer ever! So, all right. How about we try for something new today? Fourteen minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Sure, I'm just gonna put it at fifteen. Love it. And meow. Now, what do you got for us? Go. Nick? All right. So, uh, pose this to to both of you. Uh, you both have worked in the entertainment industry a long time. Favorite word, industry. Um, what uh, What are some of your, and you, you don't necessarily have to name names, but your worst celebrity interactions? Some some moments that you are just blown Pass. away. Nope. You're- okay. Um, <laughs> Isaac and I both, because a lot of our jobs have involved a lot of NDAs and things like that, um, are probably going to stray away from really bad, but something that Isaac and I also do really, really well are embarrassing situations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there are some, actually. How about that? Like, that, I have a great one to start off with. I, yeah, I actually, I think I've heard some of you guys' stories about yeah. those. Okay. those. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. So, and, and I can even tell way, you the artist on this because it's just, it's really, uh, like, it happened probably six, seven years ago, and still to this day, when I think about it, my face turns red <laughs> because it was so embarrassing. So I was on tour with Enrique Iglesias, and we went to Mexico to do a bunch of shows. Um, the one thing I think everyone needs to know about Enrique is that he has the greatest sense of humor of any person that I've ever worked with. Depends on who you ask. I think he always treated me... In he's, a very, in a very a, fun, loving. He's a practical he, joker. He's a practical. If you joker. leave your computer open, he's going to email your mom. Oh, absolutely. Bad stuff. Hundred percent. If you leave your phone there and it doesn't have a password on it, he's texting everyone in your phone. He is the reason why I have a very secure code on this phone and a very Same. secure code on this computer. Same, actually. Um, <sighs> but but he also like he he finds humor and joy in a lot of things. So part of my job, um, you know. Because he needs to figure out a way to stay Benjamin Buttons, like, aging backwards. Um, he's very strict with his diet on the road. So every night, he would have kind of the same thing for dinner. <clears throat> um, and part of my, my gig was to, whenever he said he was ready for it, to go and either, you know, have the chefs cook it and take it to him or get it from a restaurant nearby or whatever. <laughs> so we were basically playing in a bowl ring. And so they had set up these trailers outside for dressing rooms. So Enrique had a trailer that had like a, a, metal. A bowl ring as in like where they, the matador huh. and a bowl fight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We were playing in bowl rings. All right. <laughs> um, done a lot of weird shit, Nick. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So <clears throat> essentially Enrique, you know, he says, hey, I'm ready for my dinner. I go grab the dinner and it's on a, a tray. <clears throat> and it's, it's heavy. They've used, like, a real silver tray, and it's, like, legit heavy, and it's got all the food on it, whatever. And I'm taking it to his dressing room, and I go to step up these metal steps, and I 
had to figure out how to maneuver the tray in one hand and also open the door. Mm. And so I have the tray and I'm, because <laughs> I'm a woman, I use my boobs for a lot of things. <laughs> balancing. <laughs> so I'm like balancing it right here with a hand, like trying to maneuver it and open the door. And I open the door and kind of push it open. And as I go to take the first step up, no. I trip no. on these metal steps. And the the best part was there were only three of them, though. So instantly when I fell forward, it was just a straight shot into the door, straight on the floor, with the tray in my hands, like, sliding. Oh. And he's sitting there. Did you save the food? The food didn't move. Oh, wow. None of the food moved. So it's just me sees, eating he, shit. He just sees the door open and a tray just starts sliding across the, the ground. The tray like, slides across the ground. Like and I prison? come following it oh, on the ground wow. underneath who, it. Who all is in the room? Is it, it just It was him? his tour manager and um, himself. And I think his manager was also there. And they're sitting on a couch. And they just all turn. And... Because he is such a lovely person, his first instinct was, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, uh -huh. and it was that like, I'm hurt, but I'm hurt and I'm laughing to cover up the hurt <laughs> and I'm embarrassed. So I just, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I just kind of start laughing yeah. and they all can no longer contain their, the hilarity of the situation and they just lose it. <laughs> Because I literally slid across the floor with this plate of food in my hands. And and like I said, to this day, even though he was just incredibly lovely about it and made sure I was fine, that embarrassment still comes back to my face of redness. Of, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's but I, I'm, I'm the eternal klutz. I have always been that my entire life. I'm not coordinated. I should always know never to try to do something with one hand that requires two. Mm-hmm. Don't, that sounds real weird. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna make some inappropriate jokes, <laughs> but, but specifically Whoa. when you're talking about Enrique. But specifically, yes, and like I said, to this day too, he would probably like if I said it, he would bust up laughing yeah. and be like, "That was so epic." Yeah, I have an embarrassing story that's been happening for the last three episodes. I had my mic setting on uh, condenser instead of dynamic because I'm a producer. What does that mean? Nothing. It just means I'm louder now. Oh, we like you louder. Hey. We like um, you louder. I have an embarrassing story involving one of the cast members from Will and Grace. Yeah, we like that. So I was working for Fox doing some promos. So we were, it was promo day for a new, I think it was a Fox pilot. I don't remember the name of the show. But Megan Mullaney, Mullally? <gasps> Megan Mullally was a cast member on the show. The last time I'd seen a picture of her was Will and Grace. Mm -hmm. Since Will and Grace and the show that we were shooting, she had gotten in incredible shape. Yeah. She had lost... Yeah, I don't want to put a number reboot, on it. She looks stellar. This was maybe two years after Will and Grace. It was. Mm -hmm. So the rest of the cast is there. And I'm in hair and makeup. And they're like, um, is everybody here? I got a frog in my throat. It's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird sounding frog. That was. It was yeah. a really weird frog. Um, and I was standing in the middle of hair and makeup. And I'm like, yeah, everybody's here but Megan. And I had, <laughs> I had seen her already. Oh I had seen a person. Like four times, wandering around, looking for somewhere to go. And, I, and she goes, from directly behind me, she goes, I'm right here. And I turn around and go, of, co of course you are. I was just testing you. To make sure you knew who you were. Yeah, I was distracted because Jamie Presley. Yeah. The blonde. Yeah. Was from North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. 
she was like, hey, Carolina, what's up? Like, we were like, what's up, bro? And down. I was like, yeah, Jamie Preston calls me Carolina now. Don't give a fuck about my job. <laughs> they had been up shooting. It was a Saturday or a Sunday. They had been up shooting till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. It was 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, no turnaround for the promo. So they had just gotten no sleep. And when I didn't recognize her and get her greeted and have, like, I didn't have anybody greet her at the car, nothing. She had to find her own way into the studio. She had to find her own way into hair and makeup. She was tired. I didn't recognize her. None of her cast members were like, hey, Megan, what's she up? She hates you. Uh-huh. She started like legit. crying. Oh my Just God. bawling. Like, how do you not know? I was like, oh. You made drunk Karen Ouch. cry? No. Yes. Ouch. To the point where an hour later. Oh. oh this is God. terrible. Yeah. It's so bad. Oh. It's so bad. Her husband shows up. Nick Offerman. Right. Also oh. don't recognize him. Um, how can you not recognize him? He has the big mustache. Do it, not this do was your like, homework beforehand. Okay, first of all. Yeah, no, I don't. But. <laughs> okay, okay. Because yeah, actually we could go into his <sighs> next embarrassing story about whatever. Anyway. Which one are you talking <gasps> about? The the uh, one you've told a couple times. Up north, up north football player. Oh, I can't burn that on this show. Okay. I can't burn that story on this show. Sorry. Someday it's, it's in part some of my, other setting. It's but part that, of my stand-up. That is a good example, though, of you not so doing Just not knowing who bit, people are. A little bit of research. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you another one unless you have one you want to do. Oh, no. Uh, well, what happened? Like, did you apologize to her? Like, No, I, pl- I played it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just messing with you. Of course we all knew you were here and field and Come on over here and did sit down here and make it. Did she crying? She, everybody was crying by the end of the day. <laughs> so tired it was like the worst day ever for everybody Ouch. sounds like a metallica tour by week four. Oh my god like grown men crying in the middle of the day the uh the next most embarrassing thing i have unless you got one no go uh, like we're shooting a series i feel like i need to live give you time to redeem yourself after that one well this one's more cute than it is that's embarrassing good. let's go with that you. was my most embarrassing that i can tell on yeah. this show okay um so we're shooting a series called From the Basement at Capitol Records. Yeah. They don't actually have a basement, but the studios yeah. are on the first floor. And uh, it was Queens of the Stone Age Day. And the whole band was there. The, the drummer <laughs> that's never been on time for anything in his whole life is there. The whole band's there. And I hear on the walkie, uh, this, Josh, the singer's here. So I go out to greet him. And he shows up like way bigger than I imagined. I knew he's a big guy. He's but super I, tall. I didn't anticipate him being yeah. like six... 85 or whatever. <laughs> right. So Seven foot two. For the first time in my career, I said, hey, Isaac, I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't skip a beat. Not a single beat. Reaches his hand down and he goes, hey, Josh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Just like that. And I was like, you got me, didn't you? He was like, oh, I got you. I'm going to get you all day now, son. Yeah. Oh, that is epic. Yeah. Wow. That's a big one. That's a good one. Him calling you out for it is right Right. without even just just totally playing into it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Can I tell a um, backstage story that's gonna embarrassing for Keith Horn? That's not embarrassing for me. Do any of our listeners, other than Keith and Kiara, know who Keith Horn is? Nope. We'll just we'll bleep his last name out. No, we won't. 
so we'll bleep it in the wrong place, probably. Yeah. So Keith is the owner and founder of Marvin Guitars. <laughs> yes, dear friend of all of ours. Well, no need to keep his last name out <laughs> we, now. You can find him at Marvin Guitars on Instagram. <laughs> we love ourselves, yeah. Keith. So he had um, at his previous job before he we went out and made his own guitars. He had made a guitar for the guitar player of Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah, he made a beautiful flying V. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles had invited him. They were playing out in Riverside or some amphitheater shed somewhere out in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere. It was a bike fest or something. And they were like, hey, Keith, why don't you come on out and enjoy the show? So we're backstage, which is just like the field behind the other field that they're playing. For some reason, of they course, put the stage in the middle of the field. Whatever. So we're hanging out. and There's we see, no explanation for these things, trust yeah. me. Seen so what's Taylor Hawkins' band that he plays covers in that he's the drummer on? Chevy Metal. Of course, Chevy he's the Metal. drummer. Yeah. Uh, what, or maybe he's the singer. Of Chevy I think he's a singer, isn't he? Something like that. He yeah. is both. Yeah. The drummer and the singer. Chevy so Metal. Chevy Metal had either just gone on or they're about to go on. I think they had already gone on because he was like chilling out, having some beers. He comes <laughs> out of his trailer. He's got a couple beers in his hand. And he looks at us like we're old friends. And just awesome. starts walking right up to us. And I was oh, like, no. I'm like, Keith, we're about to... We're going to hang out with Taylor Watts. Just be cool. Just he's, We're hanging out. You look at the way he's walking at us. He knows us. He recognizes us. Keith's super cool, much like myself. Rock and roll. <laughs> is there a reason? Let, let me ask this. Is there a reason that Taylor would know the two of you? We're the only two standing in, like, there's nobody backstage. And we're, we're only two not standing on the stage, like side stage. We're just chilling out backstage. We're, like, near the Red Bull tent. And at this point, you're positive that he thinks he knows you. Or does yes. he maybe think you that tell, you work there? No, no, no. You can tell by the look in someone's yeah. eyes that, like, because I get this. I get uh, People think I look familiar to them. I have a familiar you do. face. You do. So people just walk up to me all the time. They're like, dude. And I'm like, duh, guy. <laughs> hey, guy. Buddy, pal. So he's just sauntering up. And he's like, what's up, guys? And we're like, dude, what's going on? And Keith instantly goes, can I get a picture? Like, not like, how you doing? What's up? Where, how you been? What's up? What's been going on? And instantly you see the recognition just fall off of his face. He goes, yeah. Like, you're about to walk up to two old friends and try to right. figure out what tour you were on together right. with those guys. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're fans. Right. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you can get a picture. Just defeated. Like, he was just going to hang with a couple bros backstage and it oh turned into, like, goodness. what are these fans doing here? He was wow. probably about to ask you for a cigarette or something. Probably. probably. And, and then, then, like, hang out yeah. for a minute. And then I was going to tell him, you know, all the times that uh, our other buddy had worked on Foo Fighters videos right, and blah, right. blah, blah, and would be a thing while we're here. Keith made this guitar, blah, blah. Snaps the picture. He goes, all right, fellas, see ya. And he just bounces uh. up to the stage and watches the side. <laughs> of the, yeah, with, uh. with uh, not Space Hog, something Hog, Fat Hog, uh. Fat Tire. That's a beer. That's a yep. beer. Space Hog, yep. old 90s band. Nope. It's a mix between Space Hog and Fat Tire. Fat Hog. Fat Hog. Space Tire? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the number mean, one hit from Space Tire? <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's a great band name. Yeah. Space Tire. <laughs> Do you have any other uh, fun work stories? I mean, I I have so many. Um, I... I'm going to focus mine on just like really things that were only embarrassing to me. Sure. (laughs) My very, very first show with the James Taylor band um, was, it was a private show in Houston at uh, the baseball stadium. And I had never met any of them. So like my first day is I'm meeting all of them for the very first time. And they are all extremely esteemed musicians all in their own right. Like every member of that band has played with, Someone ridiculous for many, many years, you know, I mean, from Frank Zappa to, you know, the sax players, Blue Lou from the Blues Brothers, like they, 
in my mind, I look at them and they are the most seasoned musicians that I've ever worked with. You know, there's a hundred people on stage. Um, I will wrap this up really quick. So I, you know, meet all of them. I take them down to their dressing room, um, which is actually one of the locker rooms for the, you know, go sports team. Um, Sports ball. (laughs) Sports ball team. Yep. And I don't really have an office that day. um, So I'm just kind of floating around, like doing whatever. And I have them all up on stage doing sound check. And so I go to, I I had to pee for like hours and I didn't really have an office and couldn't, every time I went to go, like go up on the concourse to pee, like somebody would grab me for something. So I'd had to pee for hours, get them out there for sound check. And so I'm like, oh, I'll use the band's dressing room. The bathroom's in the band's dressing room. And I go down and I shut the door. And because they're on stage, I don't think anyone's going to walk in. I don't lock the bathroom door. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And I sit down to pee. And all of a sudden, the door swings open. And there is the Arnold McCuller, the backup singer, who is just this fantastic 70-year-old man who had forgotten his in-ears, and they were actually on the bathroom counter right next to me. <laughs> and that was really how I met Arnold. Wow. Was he walked in. Did you hand him to him? <laughs> he wow. was like, oh! And I was like, oh! Ooh, oh, God! And he's like, I'll shut the door! Hold on a minute! And we both just didn't know what to do. So I finished peeing, washed my hands, grabbed the ears, opened the door, I'm like... Well, I mean, we were going to get to know each other at some point or another. So now now we do. Nice. Wow. So I have a a really great way with about doors and artists. Like I'm a thing. I (laughs) need to learn to walk and lock myself in places. And if you're brave enough, leave us a comment in the comment section and tell us (laughs) your most embarrassing work story. Most embarrassing work stories. Nice. Uh, Well... That was a good one. That was a really good one. And it's not Friday, but unless it is Friday, we'll We'll see see you tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Bye, Nick. Bye.